Hi. Hello. Good evening. As it is evening on my side of town, it's like 8 o'clock, almost 8.30. <laughs> um, but I don't know where you're listening from. So, hello again. <laughs> Welcome back. I appreciate you for waiting for the news episode. Um, this week is going to be a very interesting topic. Very interesting topic. So a little bit of background as to why I'm talking about this this week, right? A friend of mine sent me a video and about the topic of pretty privilege, right? And he mentioned that it would be something interesting for me to cover on the podcast because he felt like the conversation always gets lost in translation and it just gets buried underneath piles and piles of crap, basically. It's never really fully discussed and fully unpacked because it is always dominated by the people who benefit from said privilege right and it's weird because every time i've seen a video about it even the video that my friend sent me it turns into a conversation about it's so hard being pretty because blah 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 and it's the most annoying thing to have this privilege and oh my god it's it's annoying but it's kind of like humble bragging right it's it's this sense of not risk is tone deaf that's the word it's really really tone deaf and i understand and i appreciate the the heart behind it like i really appreciate the heart behind it but a good heart with a bad mind is just as bad as a bad heart with a bad mind. And that's it's just as bad, if not worse, because you genuinely believe you're doing right, even though you're driving the knife into the person even further, right? So that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm actually going to be unpacking the conversation surrounding pretty privilege, telling people what it actually is and what it is not. <laughs> and I'm going to be kind of giving also a solution to the problem because it's something that's really bled into society as a whole and i really really think that we kind of have to stop it in its tracks before it gets any worse so grab your drinks grab your wine i personally love wine grab whatever sit down relax or drive to work or whatever just don't do nothing stupid while you're driving to work <laughs> Get comfortable, get situated, and let's get into this conversation. So what the hell is pretty privilege, right? What is what is this buzzword that the kids are talking about? <laughs> oh, it sounds so old, but that's kind of how people sound when they try to talk about this. But anyway what is pretty privilege what does it mean what is it not so pretty privilege is pretty much exactly what it sounds like it is the privileges gained by by a person's attraction right it is the access to more resources access to better jobs better pay it's access to not paying for certain things, right? It's basically being put on a pedestal solely because you are attractive, right? Now, 
this conversation is really not it's not hard to have but it is a very nuanced conversation because it's never really as black and white as we try to make it out to be because we one argument against pretty privilege or rather for it is well attractiveness is entirely subjective which is which is true that is a known fact that beauty's in the eye of the beholder basically but that's that's from individual to individual you have interpersonal attractions and then you have society's view of what is attractive right so that is a lot broader but it's also not at the same time <laughs> so basically when a person meets society's standards of attractiveness right they usually have more access to resources more access to people relationships connections things like that right and it's so weird but it kind of once you look at it from a different angle once you look at it from the outside in to the inside out you kind of see a very similar structure of societal beauty standards right it's either blonde hair blue eyes you know the typical standard basic level attractions right that was from several several decades ago but it's gotten a little more nuanced right but even still those racial aspects bleed into it but at the same time there are darker skinned people or more ethnic people who can benefit from pretty privilege so that's what it is so what is it not pretty privilege is not is not the struggles of being attractive it is not and i'm kind of driving the knife into some people's chest a little bit because every time even the video that my friend sent me um a few i think about a couple weeks ago they started the conversation talking about pretty privilege and what it is and then it trailed off into this conversation of oh well it's people only view people only objectify me and i only feel like i'm a piece of meat to people and i'm like dude come on <laughs> that is not what pretty privilege is now i'm not saying that attractive people or societally based i don't know how to work that but the societal standards people who meet the societal standards i'm not saying that they do not go through things because they do right and i agree with them that they should not be objectified by their looks or by their bodies basically which is the main part of pretty privilege is the body the face you know the jaw lines the very physical things it's very physical pretty privilege right and i'm not saying that people who fit those standards don't go through things because they do but this is why it is very very integral for people who benefit from the privilege that is being discussed to more so listen than to speak right it is more important for them to listen to people who do not benefit from it than try to speak over people who don't benefit benefit from it so let me give you an example of that 
um, tying it into, say, race, you know, the conversation of race is can sometimes be dominated by people who benefit from racial privilege. Sometimes conversations surrounding sexuality can be overshadowed by people talking about heterosexuality, which is the dominant, which is a dominant thing in the world, right? And these conversations get so lost that people who don't have these privileges, they don't get to speak, you know, they don't get to say how it affects them. They don't get to say how they've been wronged by a lot of the things that have happened to them because of these, because it's basically, <laughs> it's basically like the people who cause the problem, the people who own the problem try to now own the conversation surrounding the problem. So that way they can continue to own the problem. <laughs> but they, they think they're doing good things and I get it, but it's really more so backhanded. It's more like a backhanded help than anything. And no help at all is a hell of a lot better than backhanded help. <laughs> Let's just keep it a just call a spade a spade. It is what it is. It's backhanded help. Right. So that's what it is. That's what it's not. Right. So let's get into the aspects of how it affects society and how it affects people who do not benefit from it. Right. So I think that the reason why these conversations are so dominated by those who benefit from the privilege that they're trying to kind of dismantle is because people who don't benefit from it don't really feel confident enough to speak right and it's it's a pattern and as y'all know i love watching patterns and i love catching patterns you set the standard of pretty privilege you set the standard of attraction right you make that the headline you make that the the big thing this is the, you have to be this in order to attain this right in this case, you have to be pretty in order to attain wealth, fortune, comfort, etc. So then it bleeds into the media, which is like YouTube, podcasting, social media, whatever, right? The media is dominated by people who fit a certain beauty standard. It's just the truth. So then you set that standard, right? That standard is set. Attractive people are the face of everything. Then you have the attractive people talk about issues such as pretty privilege. They take the conversation and they like water it down to, again, being about the struggles of being pretty, right? And now what has happened? It's a loop, right? It is a closed circle that just goes on and on and on and it does not allow anyone else to get in it does not allow anyone who has enough sense to know what the conversation should be it doesn't allow them a chance to speak because as we know beauty is currency it it truly is and a lot of the times this happens because we have good hearts, but not in the right mind, right? 
So let me get into what pretty privilege looks like on a day-to-day basis, right? So I'm going to point out something that a lot of people may not pay attention to, but the next time you walk into a fast food restaurant or the next time you walk into a retail store, I want you to pay very close attention to who is in the front of house or who is the fir- who are the first people you interact with. And then I want you to pay attention about who are the last people you interact with, right? So in the restaurant business, I want you to take a look at the cashier, right? Not not in a creepy way, but just look, right? Most people tell the cashier, oh, you're very pretty. You have pretty eyes, pretty hair, blah, blah, right? But you never say that about the people in the back cooking. Mm-hmm. They never say that because they never get to see them. They never get to see them because companies and corporations follow that same standard. They believe that more attractive people bring in more results, right? And as cynical and messed up as it is, it is the truth. Because why do you think on billboards that display like restaurants or parties or clubs or whatever, they have very attractive people on the forefront? right because beauty is currency beauty brings in money so now on the retail side if you go to somewhere like like an electronic store or a a place where you interact with a salesperson take a look at the salesperson and then take a look at the janitor take a look at the people that you interact with first and the people you interact with last There's a difference, isn't it? Now, even in this moment of me explaining what it looks like on a day-to-day basis, I still feel the effects of me talking about it, right? Because it's it it kind of makes me cringe just to mention it because I feel like I'm playing into the hands of pretty privilege, and that's how sinister it is, right? Because it's so subtle. Right. It's so little that you can almost completely forget about it. But it's become such a way of life that big businesses, corporations, social media, um, clubs, parties, casinos, whatever. They all follow the same model. Beauty is currency. And. What happens to the people who maybe don't fit those standards, right? Are they just like lost to never to be found again? Pretty much. <laughs> in in a lot of societies around the world, particularly Western society in America and so on and so forth, that happens a lot. They're pushed to the background because they don't fit the mold. But I tell you this, and looking at it from that scale, right? Those people who are pushed to the outskirts of society are some of the smartest, most qualified, most educated, most qualified to talk about anything ever kind of people I've ever met. And some of the people on the forefront, they don't remember their last name (laughs) because it's so sinister that it even affects the people who benefit from it, right? In the sense that they are utilized pretty much used rather that's a politically correct way of me saying it but you're being used (laughs) they're used by these big 
places and big corporations for the sole reason, the sole fact that they look good. And for a long time, that only included people of a lighter complexion. In other words, it only included white people. <laughs> it only ever included white people. It's only very recently that it's begun to even remotely include black people. And even then, even then, or people of color in general. And even still, <laughs> it's not really as much as we think it is. But that proves, again, how sinister it is. Because now it has bled into multiple cultures, multiple ethnic groups, multiple people who look different, sound different, have different facial structures, etc. right? So another example of how it bled into society, right? And this one hurts the most. This one this one really really hurts because I hate seeing stories like this. But if you have ever seen stories about say a mother just gave birth, right? A mother just gave birth to a child. It's it's the most beautiful thing, right? And then you see a couple of days later that they tweet, I'm mad that my son doesn't have curly hair. Or they say something like, oh, I thought he was going to have blue eyes. Or, oh, I thought he was going to be a lighter complexion because some babies do come out with melanin, right? But some don't. Oh, I wish my child was a little bit more ethnic or biracial right the obsession with diversity in blood basically because they believe that having an attractive child will get them better privileges not just the child but them as the parents that the more attractive the child is the more likes they can get on social media the more attention they can get because it's not about the child it's about them <laughs> so why do i bring that one up i brought it up because it is to me anyway hands down the most cynical disgusting way that pretty privilege has bled into society that is even affecting children who can't even open their eyes yet. <laughs> like they can't even see yet. And we're already judging them based on how they look. We're already assessing their entire life's worth based upon the texture of their hair when they just came out of your vagina. <laughs> and I'm laughing because it's, it's just so messed up. So how are we going to get out of this? When is this going to stop? Now, I love the fact that people actually wake up and see that this is very gross behavior, right? I love that when people post this kind of crap, that the comments are riddled with people who are just going ape shit on them right they are going off on them how could you do this you're a disgrace and i'm like i'm here for it <laughs> let's, let's let's get into it like why would you push that narrative on a baby bro why would you push that narrative on any human being for that matter let's get into that why would you treat another person differently 
than this person because they look better, right? Because they have the hair texture, they have the eyes, the jawline, the physique, they have it all, right? But does that really make them a better person? That is the question. We have a problem. And it needs a solution. It it needs a very quick solution before it becomes permanent because it's not permanent yet. As a matter of fact, it's actually becoming undone as younger generations become more educated on it, right? Because older generations think it's just a buzzword. But if you actually sit down and talk to a person who knows what it is, you start to see that even older generations, they were chastised for the exact same things. Look at film back in the day and even still now, but it was very heinous back then. If you didn't look this very specific way, good luck doing anything. <laughs> look at the look at the newspapers, look at the magazines from just back then, way back when, when your parents were alive or when your grandparents were born or when your great-grandparents were younger even. Just look at the faces of the people that got the attention, that got the accolades, that got the money, the cars, the shoes, the clothes, and blah, blah, blah. They all fit a mold, right? And that mold has expanded to include other cultures, which, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, I really wish it didn't. (laughs) Because, Because pretty privilege is just too sinister and too detrimental to everybody, to humanity as a whole, right? So I don't think that it should exist at all. So pretty much now we're at the point where we need a solution, right? We need to think of what we can do to get this undone. And I think I have one solution. I don't know if it's the best thing, but I think that it could work. So what is a solution to pretty privilege, right? What what can we do to undo this whole thing, this catastrophe in society, right? I'll be honest, it was very, very hard for me to think of a solution because in a sort of cynical way, it has bled into even my life, right? It's bled into my views to the point where I can't even think of a solution. Like I see the problem. I see what the problem causes. I see the pain it causes. I see the strife it causes. I see it all, but I'm like, what can we do to undo it? And I was sitting thinking for a long time and I think I came up with one solution, right? And again, I could be wrong about this. This is just my two cents in it. Don't get up in arms about it because I'm not going to want to hear it. Um, but I think the solution to pretty privilege and dismantling the entire concept is pretty much do what we're doing now, right? We become more inclusive of people who may not fit those standards. So what do I mean by that? No, I'm not saying that we need to, as we need to go to the interpersonal aspects and start, you know, dating people who we don't find attractive or things like that, right? Because as much as it has bled into our interpersonal lives, I feel that attraction based upon person to person 
is less of a problem than having that entire viewpoint on a societal scale, right? I don't necessarily feel like anything is wrong with an individual person not finding another person attractive, but, but I'm going to say this and I mean this with my whole chest, stop being a dick about it. (laughs) Stop being an asshole about it. You ain't got to sit here and critique the entire person's every single cell of the entire person's life. You don't have to do that. If you don't find someone attractive, just simply say you're not interested. That's it. You ain't got to drive the knife in a chest by being an asshole, right? Because I've seen it all over social media where people approach people, they ask them out, or they ask them on a date, or they just ask to chill with them. And the person gets all nasty and rude and talking about, oh, you're too this to be talking to me, or I only talk to pretty people, or I only talk to... That's where, that's pretty privilege, right? But... I don't think that a finding a person attractive or not has nothing to do with pretty privilege, right? It's just the societal part. So look at certain brands like, I don't know, uh, but it's hard because even though we're doing the work, it's very small here and there. Um, Like I'm now, I'm seeing when I go in certain stores, like shoe stores or clothing stores, I'm seeing more plus size mannequins, right? I'm seeing more body types being put on like posters and, you know, different modeling sizes being placed on like advertisements and stuff like that. Right. The little thing it's very small things that we can do to undo this. So what does that inclusivity look like and how does it come down to us as the common people? Right. I think that we should not allow this conversation surrounding pretty privilege to be dominated by people who benefit from it because it is so hard to even talk about this without feeling the effects of it already as it is right and i think that having people express themselves and listen to them and we listen to them not try to talk over them not try to make them feel bad about their opinions. We actually listen to them, listen to their plights, and we work out solutions. That's how we build culture, right? That's how we build longevity into solving this, right? Because even sitting here right now, I still kind of feel like the solutions that I gave don't really help because it's so sinister it's so easy to just slip your mind right and it requires a little bit more thinking about right but basically we have to get to a point where we actually listen to people and not try to silence them right so conversations surrounding the topic of pretty privilege should be something that is not turned into this oppression olympics it should be all inclusive it should be all encompassing and it should be full of people who like to listen ah let's see what's another solution again like i said it's so hard (laughs) it is so so hard to think about because 
it's it's just it's just so wild how deeply rooted this is like it's crazy um duh, 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 duh. <laughs> tell you what let me take a break real quick and i'm gonna come back with like one more solution because i have it in my head on tip of my tongue i'm just trying to get it out so bear with me give me a second so i went and scoured the deepest parts of my brain <laughs> and tried my best to come up with another solution to pretty privilege but i don't think that it's gonna go anywhere right i don't think that it's going to change at least on a grand scale not anytime soon because of again how deeply rooted it is in the world basically so instead of trying to find another solution i want to give a bit of advice um to the people who don't benefit from this privilege right i don't want people to feel like they are worthless basically like i don't want anyone ever to feel like their attractiveness is their currency is their only currency in the world because it's not right it shouldn't be at all but unfortunately it is and i want you to know that in the grand scheme yes the beauty standard is there and it is strong and it is hard to beat but I think that just us doing those little things like loving ourselves, taking care of ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. I think doing those little things can bring about that change, right? I don't think it's a solution that is detailed and finite, right? I think that it's one of those solutions that it goes so under the radar but out of nowhere, it's just gone, right? That's that's what I think that it should be. That's what I think that we should do is we should instill more security in ourselves. And we should, as outside people, instill more security in people who don't feel confident in themselves, right? Tell them, hey, you look good today, right? Or, hey, you smell nice today. You know, something to make them feel good. And that is the truth, right? Don't lie to them. Just try to make them feel good. Because, again, a good heart with a bad mind is just as bad as a bad heart with a bad mind, if not worse. <laughs> so, you know, love on people. Care for people. Cherish people. That's really the best solution that I think would happen. Right, regardless of how they look, regardless of their body type, regardless of their skin complexion, regardless of their eye color, their hair color, we should extend human compassion to everyone. Right? We should make resources, jobs, money, accolades available to everyone, right? Everyone should have a shot, regardless of how they look. And I really feel in my heart that that's the best way to go because the solutions that we can sit here and try to come up with 
they may be temporary, but they're not permanent. The only way we get a permanent solution is if we do the very small steps to get to developing our own individual confidence. Then we extend that energy out and it just spreads like wildfire, right? And so I really don't think that, ooh, 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 I just had a thought. I really don't think that a lot of it has to do with how a person looks. I think a lot of it has to do with how we carry ourselves because think about it. If you carry yourself with confidence and with security, you tend to draw more attention. But if you carry yourself poorly, basically, you don't really get a lot of attention or people tend to stay away from you, right? So now I'm not saying that pretty privilege doesn't exist because it does, but what I'm saying is, if we as humans instilled other confidence into other humans and we carried ourselves like the badasses we are, then we start to dismantle pretty privilege because society starts to see that a attractiveness is not what's selling confidence is what's selling. Right. And I know that's kind of playing into capitalistic hands and blah, 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 blah. But, and I hate it just as much as you do, <laughs> but I feel like that's the way we should go. And that's what we can do. So long story short, bro, build your, build your confidence. And that's not going to be easy. I'm going to tell you now, it was not easy for me to do it. <laughs> and I'll tell you now, I'm not the slimmest person in the room. I am not the most muscular person. I ain't got the prettiest eyes, but I got some pretty eyes though. Don't play with me. <laughs> dark brown eyes brown eye team period <laughs> but it will be worth it right so that would be my route to go that would be my way to do it and i appreciate y'all for sticking with me trying to find a solution because boy was it hard <laughs> um so i'm gonna be posting in terms of my schedule now because now I've got a certain rhythm going in terms of recording, right? My goal is to shoot for every Friday I release something, right? And I feel like my problem was that I would wait to the day of to record, and I probably shouldn't do that, but I should record on my days off and whatever. <laughs> Pretty much expect new episodes to come out every Friday, right? That way it's consistent. You and I, you are happy. I'm happy. Everybody's happy. <laughs> Um, aside from that, that's pretty much it. You know, thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for sticking with me. Be easy, be cool, and try not to be an asshole. <laughs>